Hi, this is Brittany Whetstone. It's July 18th, and this is Bible in a Year with Maple City Chapel. The readings for today are 1 Chronicles 26, 12-32, 1 Chronicles 27, Romans 4, 13-25, Romans 5, 1-5, Psalms 14, 1-7, and Proverbs 19, 17. 1 Chronicles 26, 12. These divisions of the gatekeepers were named for their family leaders, and like the other Levites, they served at the house of the Lord. They were assigned by families for guard duty at the various gates, without regard to age or training, for it was all decided by means of sacred lots. The responsibility for the east gate went to Meshelemiah and his group. The north gate was assigned to his son Zechariah, a man of unusual wisdom. The south gate went to Obadam and his sons, who were put in charge of the storehouse. Shupam and Hosha were assigned the west gate and the gateway leading up to the temple. Guard duties were divided evenly. Six Levites were assigned each day to the east gate, four to the north gate, four to the south gate, and two pairs at the storehouse. Six were assigned each day to the west gate, four to the gateway leading up to the temple, and two to the courtyard. These were the divisions of the gatekeepers from the clans of Korah and Merari. Other Levites, led by Aijah, were in charge of the treasuries of the house of God and the treasuries of the gifts dedicated to the Lord. From the family of Libni in the clan of Gershon, Jehiel was the leader. The sons of Jehiel, Jetham, and his brother Joel were in charge of the treasuries in the house of the Lord. These are the leaders that descended from Amron, Izar, Hebron, and Uzil. From the clan of Amron, Shabuel was a descendant of Gershom, son of Moses. He was the chief officer of the treasuries. His relatives through Eliezer were Rabiah, Jeshiah, Joram, Jikri, and Shelemoth. Shelemoth and his relatives were in charge of the treasuries containing the gifts that King David, the family leaders, and the generals and captives, captains and other officers of the army had dedicated to the Lord. These men dedicated some of the plunder they had gained in battle to maintain the house of the Lord. Shelemoth and his relatives also cared for the gifts dedicated to the Lord by Samuel the seer, Saul son of Kish, Abner son of Ner, and Joab son of Zariah. All of the other dedicated gifts were in their care too. From the clan of Izar came Cananiah. He and his sons were given administrative responsibilities over Israel as officials and judges. From the clan of Hebron came Hashabiah. He and his relatives, 1,700 capable men, were put in charge of the Israelite lands west of the Jordan River. They were responsible for all matters related to the things of the Lord in the service of the king in that area. Also from the clan of Hebron came Jeriah, who was the leader of the Hebronites, according to the genealogical records. In the 40th year of David's reign, a search was made in the records, and capable men from the clan of Hebron were found at Jazer in the land of Gilead. There were 2,700 capable men among the relatives of Jeriah. King David sent them to the east side of the Jordan River and put them in charge of the tribes of Reuben and Gad and the half-tribe of Manasseh. They were responsible for all the matters related to God and to the king. 1 Chronicles 27 This is a list of Israelite generals and captains and their officers who served the king by supervising the army divisions that were on duty each month of the year. Each division served for one month and had 24,000 troops. Jashobim, son of Zabdiel, was commander of the first division of 24,000 troops, which was on duty during the first month. 
He was a descendant of Perez and was in charge of the, all the army of officers for the first month. Dodai, a descendant of Ahoa, was a commander of the 2nd Division of 24,000 troops, which was on duty during the second month. Mikloth was his chief officer. Benaniah, son of Jehoiada, the priest, was commander of the 3rd Division of 24,000 troops, which was on duty during the third month. This was the Benaniah who commanded David's elite military group known as the 30. His son, Amizabad, was his chief officer. Asahel, the brother of Joab, was the commander of the 4th Division of 24,000 troops, which was on duty during the fourth month. Asahel was succeeded by his son, Zebediah. Shama the Zihirite, was commander of the 5th Division of the 24,000 troops, which was on duty during the fifth month. Ira, son of Ikesh from Tekoa, was commander of the 6th Division of 24,000 troops, which was on duty during the sixth month. Halez, a descendant of Ephraim from Polan, was commander of the 7th Division of 24,000 troops, which was on duty during the seventh month. Sibakai, a descendant of Zerah from Husha, was commander of the 8th Division of 24,000 troops, which was on duty during the eighth month. Abizar from Anathoth, in the territory of Benjamin, was commander of the 9th Division of 24,000 troops, which was on duty during the ninth month. Maharai, a descendant of Zerah from Netophah, was commander of the 10th Division of 24,000 troops, which was on duty during the 10th month. Benaniah from Parathon in Ethrium was commander of the 11th Division of 24,000 troops, which was on duty during the 11th month. Haled, a descendant of Othniel from Netophah, was commander of the 12th Division of 24,000 troops, which was on duty during the 12th month. The following were the tribes of Israel and their leaders. The tribe of Reuben, Eliezer, son of Zikri. The tribe of Simeon, Shephatiah, son of Makkah. From the tribe of Levi, Hashabiah, son of Kemuel. From the tribe of Aaron, the priest, Zadok. From the tribe of Judah, Elihu, a brother of David. From the tribe of Issachar, Omri, son of Michael. From the tribe of Zebulon, Ishmael, son of Obadiah. From the tribe of Naphtali, Jeremoth, son of Ezreal. From the tribe of Ephraim, Hoshea, son of Azizah. From the tribe of Manasseh in the west, Joel, son of Padiah. From the tribe of Manasseh in Gilead, east, Ido, son of Zechariah. From the tribe of Benjamin, Jasiel, son of Abner. From the tribe of Dan, Azarel, son of Jer Jeroham. These were the leaders of the tribes of Israel. When David took his census, he did not count those who were younger than 20 years of age, because the Lord had promised to make the Israelites as numerous as the stars in heaven. Joab, son of Zeruiah, began the census, but never finished it because the anger of God fell on Israel. The total number was never recorded in King David's official records. Asmaveth, son of Adil, was in charge of the palace treasuries. Jonathan, son of Uzziah, was in charge of the regional treasuries throughout the towns, villages, and fortresses of Israel. Ezri, son of Kelob, was in charge of the field workers who farmed the king's land. Shammai, from Ramah, was in charge of the king's vineyards. Zabdi, from Shep Shepham, was responsible for the grapes and the supplies of wine. 
Baal Hanan from Gader was in charge of the king's olive groves and sycamore fig trees in the foothills of Judah. Joash was responsible for the supplies of olive oil. Shetrei from Sharon was in charge of the cattle on the Sharon plain. Shaphat, son of Adlai, was responsible for the cattle in the valleys. Obil, the Ishmaelite, was in charge of the camels. Jediah from Meronoth was in charge of the donkeys. Zazi, the Hagrite, was in charge of the king's flocks of sheep and goats. All these officials were overseers of King David's property. Jonathan, David's uncle, was a wise counselor to the king, a man of great insight and a scribe. Jehiel, the Hakmonite, was responsible for teaching the king's sons. Ahithophel was the royal advisor, Hushai the Archite was the king's friend. Ahithophel was succeeded by Jehoiada, son of Benaniah, and by Abiathar. Joab was the commander of the king's army. Romans 4.13 Clearly, God's promise to give the whole earth to Abraham and his descendants was based not on his obedience to God's law, but on a right relationship with God that comes by faith. If God's promise is only for those who obey the law, then faith is not necessary and the promise is pointless. For the law always brings punishment on those who try to obey it. The only way to avoid breaking the law is to have no law to break. So the promise is received by faith. It is given as a free gift, and we are all certain to receive it, whether or not we live according to the law of Moses, if we have faith like Abraham's. For Abraham is the father of all who believe. That is what the scriptures mean when God told him, I have made you the father of many nations. This happened because Abraham believed in the God who brings the dead back to life and who creates new things out of nothing. Even when there was no reason for hope, Abraham kept hoping, believing that he would become the father of many nations. For God had said to him, that's how many descendants you will have. And Abraham's faith did not weaken, even though at about 100 years of age, he figured his body was as good as dead, and so was Sarah's womb. Abraham never wavered in believing God's promise. In fact, his faith grew stronger, and this he brought glory to God. He was fully convinced that God is able to do whatever he promises, and because of Abraham's faith, God counted him as righteous. And when God counted him as righteous, it wasn't just for Abraham's benefit. It was recorded for our benefit too, assuring us that God will also count us as righteous if we believe in him, the one who raised Jesus our Lord from the dead. He was handed over to die because of our sins, and he was raised to life to make us right with God. Romans 5 verse 1 Therefore, since we have been made right in God's sight by faith, we have peace with God because of what Jesus Christ our Lord has done for us. Because of our faith, Christ has brought us into this place of undeserved privilege where we now stand, and we confidently and joyfully look forward to sharing God's glory. We can rejoice too when we run into problems and trials, for we know that they will help us develop endurance, and endurance develops strength of character, and character strengthens our confident hope of salvation. And this hope will not lead to disappointment, for we know how dearly God loves us, because he has given us the Holy Spirit to fill our hearts with his love. Psalms 14 verse 1. Only fools say in their hearts, there is no God. They are corrupt and their actions are evil. Not one of them does good. The Lord looks down from heaven on the entire human race. He looks to see if anyone is truly wise, if anyone seeks God. But no, all have turned away. All have become corrupt. 
No one does good, not a single one. Will those who do evil never learn? They eat up my people like bread and wouldn't think of praying to the Lord. Terror will grip them, for God is with those who obey him. The wicked frustrate the plans of the oppressed, but the Lord will protect his people. Who will come from Mount Zion to rescue Israel? When the Lord restores his people, Jacob will shout with joy and Israel will rejoice. Proverbs 19, verse 17. If you help the poor, you are lending to the Lord and he will repay you.